Welcome to the third episode, I believe, of Ogden Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harsh, and joining me here in the makerspace this morning is one of our rock star third grade teachers, Mrs. Crawford, and three of her students. So I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. I'm Gordon. I'm Jaden. I'm Melody. All right, and welcome. So we are here to talk about the latest project that we did in the makerspace with some awesome robotics. We recently had some hummingbird robotic kits come into the makerspace and I invited Mrs. Crawford down to do some robotics, some coding and some making in this in this space. So Mrs. Crawford, what did you think about this project? Well, I thought it was amazing. Uh, we've been doing a lot of project-based learning in the last two years here at Ogden, and it's always worked more around um, constructing and engineering. So um, when you brought the opportunity to do robotics with my class, uh, at first I was really reticent, really nervous, because yeah. I know nothing about <laughs> robotics, um, but I knew that my amazing students would uh, really thrive at the opportunity to work with them, and I didn't want to... <laughs> not allow them that opportunity even though I was scared. So um, we took on the project and basically what we did was students created um, an uh, dynamic animal, um, an animal that would be moving um, and possibly lighting up based on what students wanted to try to tackle with the robots. And this was linked to our reading curriculum, which we were studying how animals adapt. So students were creating an animal and then creating an adaptation for that animal. Uh, whether it was having a tail move or um, having, I'm trying to think of some of the other projects, um, but it created some type of motion. And uh, at first things were a little crazy, but students really, really took a hold of this and did an amazing job. So it was awesome. All right, great. Thank you so much. All right, so let's get right into the student talk because this is where I, this is what I love about these podcasts is hearing from you kids. So we'll start with Gordon. Gordon, can you describe what your project was to the to the listener? What'd you guys do? Uh, our project was a shark that was able to move, and a human that was able to move, and it and it would line up correctly. So then the shark looked like it would eat the human. <laughs> I remember that the surfboard. You guys added a surfboard, mm-hmm. and it was a surfer, right? He got kicked off the board. And you guys timed that pretty well so that the shark, when the shark popped up out of the water, the, the, the person's legs turned right toward the shark's mouth, right? Okay, yeah. Um, hey, what did, you, what did you enjoy about this whole project from start to finish? What did you, what did you find fun? Um, so from the start, we got to see what we're going to be using mm-hmm. for our project. And then... Like the hardware type of stuff? Yes. Okay. And then um, <clears throat> the second day, we were able to work with some of the tools like the LEDs yep. um, and the tricolor LED. Mm-hmm. And then on the third day, we got like right into the project making. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. We came, you, came, you came in. We had two days of just playing around with the robotics part. And then the third day, it was let's start to build the 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 animals and I was so blown away by how you kids just got into the making the not the robotic we we set that aside for a couple days but just that whole making with the material the cardboard and the and the and the 
fabric and glue. It was just amazing. And I recall, as I recall, Gordon was his group was the only group that used two separate motors um, for their oh, the design. Oh, the servo motors, two yeah, servo that's motors. right. So why that's did right. you guys? What um, challenged you to use the two different motors? Do you remember? Uh, the challenge was how to put in the two motors so then they would align up mm-hmm. and um, when you we could code them. We could code them to have the legs face the mouth. That's right, yeah. That's so great. Yeah, each, I remember each kit has, I think, comes with one motor, mm-hmm. but because there were six kits, there there were two motors. Mm-hmm. So I think I threw out the challenge, like, if you want to use a second mm-hmm. servo motor, you can. And that was really neat. I remember you and your, your two partners, how you guys wanted to figure out how to turn that servo motor so that when the shark popped up out of the water, um, the legs turned toward his mouth, right? Yeah. The cool. listeners will be able to see this because I'm, I'm going to be putting together a little iMovie oh, with your project, all of your projects. So they'll be able to see these in action. <laughs> all right. So, hey, Gordon, what, what challenges did you face during this project? Um, well, the challenges that our group faced... Yeah? was not that many. It really? It wasn't that n- there was okay. like not many. Um the one challenge that I remembered was trying to cut out the shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that cardboard was thick. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That but you guys did a really good job. I I mean I uh, unfortunately, you know, we we need to work on uh, on getting tools in the kids' hands and, and, and getting some mm-hmm. some safety protocol around how to use the tools. So for right now, how you guys cut it out was great. Yeah. I thought that was pretty ingenious how you guys decided to, to get that cut out. Um, so, D- Gordon, thinking about the design process, is there anything that you would maybe go back and if we got to, let's say we got to do it again, right? And you brought your kit back, you brought the uh, the project back into the space is there anything you would change maybe maybe how could you make it better i mean it was good i'm not saying it was bad but how could you like beef it up um what i would have did was i would have had moved the leds around okay to places where it would actually look like a fish would be mm-hmm. oh okay and i was and i would um keep working on the light that comes out of the waves. Mm-hmm. I remember that you guys were yeah. trying to come up with a way to have the light we were reflected. Trying, yeah, we were trying that to have really it reflect. Creative. And mm-hmm. so we, I gave them some tin foil and said, see what you can do with this. And they, they kind of molded it and shaped it around mm-hmm. that light. And it did offer yeah. a little bit of mm-hmm. reflection um, off that tin foil. But yeah, anything else? Anything else that you can think of? Um, I would have... Um, Actually, no. There is nothing else I would have done. It was it was a really good project. All right, ladies, let's let's go through these same questions. All right, so we'll start. Um, describe your project to the listener. What did you girls do? Um, what we did was we made a bird that, and we added a cage around it, and we were trying to make it. Sing, but we couldn't know how to, so we decided to make it move instead, and it ended up really well. Mm-hmm. It did, it did. Um, what what did you enjoy about this this project? Um, what I enjoyed 
enjoyed about it was creating the project. Mm -hmm. From start to finish. I, you know, I gotta say, I took a great photo of you two girls the first day that you were coding, that we were putting the, mm -hmm. the wires in, and you two looked so just engaged, mm -hmm. and that was just really cool to see. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that you stuck with this, and it, it turned out to be a just great project. The bird, we, you started out, you built the bird, right, and it was, it was, you mounted it to the servo motor, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and then... You wanted to make it, like, chirp or talk? Is that it? A move. But we could get it to work. Well, you got it to move, but you wanted to make it, like, talk, right? Or, yeah. or like, chirp or something? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what the limitations are with the iPad. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, if we could have got a sound out of the thing. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't know. I mean, that's something that I'm going to be exploring uh, very soon here. Um, or if we needed like an actual laptop mm -hmm. and be hardwired into the into the the hummingbird kit, I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. See, that's what's so fascinating about this is when I got these kits and I told your teacher about this project, I had seen these and played around with them. But wow, I had to admit to Mrs. Crawford, I'm going, I I haven't used these a whole mm -hmm. lot. But that what was so great is because yeah. you kids actually ended up teaching me stuff mm -hmm. and that's that's really cool that's so really when cool. the kids can teach the teacher something mm -hmm. that's awesome that's uh, what challenges did you girls face with this project well, we what was hard get our led lights to light up for the... i remember and also the cage um <clears throat> it was falling apart a well, lot t tell the listener how you made the cage because that was pretty cool um we made the um cage with bendy straws and <laughs> we would take two and to connect them together mm -hmm. and then just put them over the bird mm -hmm. and that was really hard. The know. cage ended up looking awesome. It did. It looked just like a real awesome. bird cage. <clears throat> so all you <laughs> listeners, you will see what we're talking about in this in this little video that I'm going to attach with the uh, the podcast. This, this looked so cool. All right. So girls... Thinking about, just like I asked Gordon, if you were able to bring your project back in here and tweak it and make it a little better, refine it, what would you do? Um, I think we would try to put some LEDs in there. Get those lights working. And probably, like, make um, get a little bit more hot glue <clears throat> on the straw so that it could stick better. I remember the, the hot glue... Yeah, it wasn't really... Uh, I was going to try to ask them if we could add a baby bird in the cage with them. That, you, we could have. You could have easily done that. Absolutely. Because yeah. you had a second servo that mm -hmm. you could have... Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you three kids for coming in this morning and talking with us uh, about these robotics kits. Are you kids looking forward to doing anything in the makerspace soon? Yeah. What do you want? What do you what do you want to come in here and do? Uh, what would you like to do? I would like to do what I would like to do is like make the ro more robots. Rope. That was pretty fun. I gotta say, I I, I got hooked on those robotics. Oh. Jaden, what about you? I would like to make animals. If they have any problems, you can try to fix them. And like if like the one that we're doing that we've been doing 
just started yesterday, we can help that because we had have to help her with her problem because uh -huh. her legs are too long. And yeah, that's what I. Okay, Gordon. What about you? What would you like to come in here and do next? Um. Well, I haven't really thought about it. Okay, that's that's but completely if we okay. Make, if if it would be like more coding. More coding. You like that? Okay. I, I think that would be that would be a, a, a smart thing to continue to do in here. I those robotics kits are amazing, aren't they? Yeah. I think we should try and get some here in the makerspace, don't you? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well thank you you three for coming in this morning. And that does it for this episode of Ogden Makers. Be sure to listen next time.